Hello my dear readers, this is Victor Fraga and Redmond Bacon from D Movies and we are very much at the coalface at the 25th Harling Black Knight Film Festival. And we are sitting here with Tina Locke, the festival director and also the festival founder. So she has been here throughout the entire quarter of a century and she's going to share a little bit of her secrets and tell us a little bit about what has been achieved in these 25 years. So Tina, firstly I'd like to ask you, naturally your baby is 25 years of age now, what is your proudest achievement at the Tarling Black Knight Film Festival? Now, first of all, I must say that actually I never couldn't make this festival live and in development and etc. without a fantastic team. So, I'm, firstly, I'm proud of the people. I must say people and films, but people and films are always connected. And from the very beginning, uh, let's say, we have been taking the decision, maybe somehow, when I started to work in the international industry, then I started so that I was lower than the cross, you know, and <laughs> it wasn't very, very easy if you are the newcomers and in the 90s it was much more difficult, I think, so to make the entrance to the industry, mm. international levels and right now, right now it is quite easy, everything became more easy, I think, so. Why but that? I don't know, maybe, maybe, no, it's a long discussion why I do have my theory, but that's it. But it was uh, quite difficult and then we decided that actually we are creating the festival with an atmosphere where everyone can uh, feel himself, let's say, comfortable, lucky, happy, that we are not going to make, uh, let's say, glamour just because of the glamour or we are not going to divide people for famous and non-famous. Uh, that everyone is welcome, the big masters and the beginners. And I'm proud of this atmosphere, what we still are keeping. Even, let's say, the festival became uh, huge. Luckily, we can't because Tallinn is a small city and there is no, not so many hotels. <laughs> so that actually we, we can't to become like a Berlinale or, or Cannes or, or these huge festivals and we never do want because we would like that actually our people are not going to be anonymous, I mean the guests. And so far, even this COVID year right now, we do have more than 1,000 foreign guests, which is quite a big number for a pandemic time. And I'm very lucky when I'm walking around in the lobby and I see how people are very friendly and they are speaking and, and still, let's say, people are coming and say, oh, I saw here's a producer or director who I only we, I had the dream to meet in Canon Berlin, but here he she is just sitting uh, somewhere. So I'm proud of the atmosphere what we created, and I think so that thanks for the atmosphere, the program is also quite interesting always. You talked about glam. Do you not like glam? You chose to name the festival Black Night, and instead of a red carpet, you have a black carpet. Is that because you don't want? people to wear the, the beautiful frocks on the carpet? Is that because you shun the red carpet? Tell us about the black carpet and no, black, black carpet nights. And, and black nights also, it is some kind of distance, irony on yourself. <laughs> and uh, it is uh, like a small joke because, let's say, firstly, what kind of red carpet we can make uh, with such kind of weather? 
it is impossible, <laughs> you know. It's snowing right now. <laughs> it's snowing or it is something coming down which can look like it's snow right now. So uh, it is the first and one of the maybe biggest points. Uh, secondly is that actually I would like, uh, even if we will have finally maybe our some kind of central house or let's say it's a cinema which is built up for the conditions that you can, I don't know, bring the big stars and etc. Because right now there is no place. Mm. Uh, if Brad Pitt would come, he would be killed down by fans. Yeah. We cannot protect even him. But even this time, I don't think so that it is right place to make huge, glamorous red carpet. Because uh, first of all, it is not very organic for the Estonians. Estonians are, I don't say that they don't like the glamour, but they are not like a glamour. There is a nationalities like French, Russians, that they would like to be very glamorous. Mm. We are not, we are somewhere in between. And also, I know that we need Cannes glamorous, Oscar glamorous. We need this because mm. it is for the honor of the cinema and it is absolutely another kind of situation and atmosphere. But we need also something which is cozy. Yeah. And at the same time, you can feel, I mean, the directors, actresses, that we take care about that. So everything is needed because it is making the picture more powerful. You also have satellite events in Tartu and Narva. Are you looking to expand the festival to other parts of Estonia? Actually, before we became A-class, the festival took place in all uh, cities in Estonia. But it is too much and, and actually we call this mainly like a marketing project because we are showing the only very small part of the program. And uh, Tartu, it was always with us, uh, like in Arva, because they have been very important cities. Mm-hmm. Tartu is a university city and there are a lot of young people. So we usually always are showing their half of our program because they would like to, no, they can't come here. And Tartu is a fantastic city and atmosphere again is great. And if you would like to go back to the roots, I mean, when the festival was small, then go to Tartu, as I did when I went to the opening of the Tartu part of the festival. It is so cozy and people are so warm. And Narva is important because it is, again, uh, it is a bordering with Russia. And amazing how warm people and with uh, amazing what kind of stories and somehow... All this area is a little bit like a forgotten by our politicians and government, etc. And, and we, from the very beginning, would like to keep them also in our culture room. Okay, we are there, not so, there is not so big admissions. It is not that we are making this for some money, but just, just to keep going on and to show some new movies and, uh, and to meet these people. Well, Tina, <coughs> you talked about being a, a list accredited and you are one of the 15 film festivals in the world that you hold a, a list FIAP accreditation, which is obviously a huge achievement. No other festival in Northern Europe, nowhere in the UK, nowhere in Scandinavia holds such accreditation. You're also the youngest film festival in the world to hold a list, a category accreditation from FIAP. Can you please tell us a little bit when did that happen and how did you achieve that? It's so impressive. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, really, because actually it happened almost, it was 2014 we, when we got this categorization. I must admit that actually, no, I'm a small girl from uh, Soviet Union 
And Berlin can Locarno, Karla Vivari, they have been always for me such a big, huge Venice names and I couldn't get out from Soviet Union. I was person on the list also. So it was for me something like very far, like a dream, you know, even the reform in Estonia, I recognized when I was in very beginning of 90s in Berlin and I saw the Sofia Loren like as close like I see you right mm -hmm. now. Then I understood that, oh, something has happened really. <laughs> <laughs> and it was something we, we always wanted to make very good festival. We never didn't have such kind of, let's say, goals that, oh, we would like to become A-class festival or something like this. It is some, something like you do have an authority and you never don't want to be like this authority. You just admire. And yeah. it was the same with us. And we just wanted to make it was a process. We enjoyed the process. And all the team enjoys this. And we, we love movies, we love people. And just in one moment, we got the proposal. And when I got the proposal from my jury members, uh, 2013, then I just laughed and it was closing in the evening and I said, it got sober and come back to next morning if you are thinking seriously. Really, I even till the end when we got the accreditation, we got this very quickly because mm -hmm. they told at least that actually it's taking usually bigger process. Mm -hmm. We started from Berlinale and months after Cannes we already have been in. So it was like, whew, so it, it happened so. But, but I'm very lucky that it happened because it gave a new challenge and new development. And I hate routine myself. And I started to create in garden in my country house because I was thinking that the Russian festival, what we did before, it's ready. I can't do anything else better. Okay. It's ready. Now I can make the gardening. <laughs> okay. And uh, now, but, but uh, life has changed that it was very interesting. And what I really love about the festival is being able to watch so many premieres from first time feature directors. So I'm covering the first feature competition and I love so many of the distinct styles that people seem to have right from their first film. And I wanted to ask more about when you started this competition strand and what the aims are behind it. Actually, maybe it came because I was a teacher in the film school university many many years and I worked with young talents. I love young people and young talents and I think so that's the first feature especially. It is like you are losing your innocence but mm. you can see absolutely all let's say after there will be different kind of influences on the director. I mean there will be money inf influence and political etc. But first feature it is very open. You are clearly seeing your talent. There could be mistakes in the film, but you see the talents, and I love it. This is why we created the, the first feature competition. You know, when we met for the first time oh, four years ago, you were telling me how many cinemas there were in Estonia at Soviet times. I think there were about 600, and then a few years later there were three or four. Has that changed now? Has Fourth helped to change that? It, it is, has changed because, first of all, no, we, we got, I think so, Partly, thanks for the buff. Let's say it's a, a new technology cinemas now in each of the cities. Mm -hmm. And we really help to get them because uh, they ask uh, protection letters and we're fighting for this. So that they How can many get cities them. is that? We do have uh, 14, 15 cities. Uh, yeah. Don't ask, some of them looks like uh, villages. <laughs> so, but no, 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 it is uh, warmly said. So, and we do have a multiplexes. So mm -hmm. actually, now the multiplex is changing the cinema numbers and I think so that we do have now enough good cinemas and screens, I must say. 
So uh, the situation is very good. Yeah. Well, Tina has been extremely humble. The Tallinn Black Knights Film Festival is incredibly big. We have a selection of nearly 500 films this year, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right, Tina? Together is a short film. Yes. Yeah, together, yes. nearly 500 films. And there's action everywhere. The city is thriving with activity. It is indeed a very exciting film festival where you do get to meet people, where you, you have access to talent, where you can mingle with the film directors. Just two years ago, I was having coffee with Mike Newell, the British director of Four Weddings and a Funeral. He was the president of the jury and where it's a very democratic film festival. Now, what did you ask to give us a feel as to the dimensions of the festival? How many submissions do you get a year? What countries tend to submit the most? How many films have you shown on in the past 25 years? Do you have any interesting facts and figures that you could sh share with us so, so our listeners have an idea of no, what uh, you have I, achieved? Uh, first of all, I would like to say that it is not always a festival. We are celebrating 20 years of the industry at Tallinn Baltic event okay. and the industry part became uh, huge uh, because yeah. uh, even 10 years ago before we be became A-class uh, we had only a couple of days industry now yeah. the industry is taking place one week and a half yeah. and Mike Newell is back again mm -hmm. as part of uh, music in its film uh -huh. yes it, it is it is what is giving the, the pleasure and the possibilities that one day you are part of the festival and next day you are part of the industry okay and back again. In fact, I am bad because you know my heart is this full. <laughs> but what I would like to say is that how many submissions, it is difficult to say in this case that there are submissions. There is a one way how films are coming is submissions. And another way where we, me, I don't know exactly because there are scouts, programmers, who are working by the region. And they are getting the films and they are working also like a first filter. So yeah. they are not sending all the films, what they are getting to us. Yeah. So we are counting so that it's approximately what we are handling. Yeah. It is uh, around 2000 okay. something, more or less uh, 2000. Mm -hmm. And there is distributed so three ways how to get into our festival. So it is also maybe not so common to, for the other festivals that we do have a a very international team. Yes. So it is not only the programming team, it is technical teams, a big team. We, are, we really do have so international teams that it is even funny to see. So, And the program selection is also going so that uh, there is, of course, there is a big word to say to the, for Estonians because the audience is Estonians mainly. It's very multilingual audience also because there is uh, foreign people who are living different kind of nationalities in Estonia and guests and etc. But we are international part and sometimes uh, it's very hard fighting uh, what kind of film is getting finally in. Let's talk about Britain a little bit. And uh, You always have prominent British guests. This year the president of the jury, Mike Downey, is British. You've also got Francis Annan and the jury. Previously you had Mike Newell, who is now back at the industry event. Um, and we are working with the TDA. Yeah. However, you don't have any British films in the main competition, and you didn't last year. I heard through the grapevine, you found it challenging getting British submissions. Is, uh, that, is that a fair it comment? Is, it is not very easy to get for us film from Great Britain. Why do you think that uh, is? Because there is a London Film Festival, yeah. and as British uh, 
between USA filmmaking and British, there was always very, let's say, tender bordering. So there is in, they all are dreaming to go to the American market. Then the London is picking up from us, before us, yeah. and as a competition means that we should have to get international or world premieres, and London is taking all, yeah. including European, yeah. because they are part of Europe also, so we don't have premieres. So it is a reason why we can't pick up. And what other initiatives are you thinking of developing in the upcoming years? Mainly, I think so, that right now we are developing our educational part of the festival, because it is part of industry, but, uh, but it is uh, separate. We have to be firstly thankful for the COVID, because of the COVID, we last year created our own online system and we are developing online system. We are not keeping an eye on, let's say, showing the films, but for the connection, industry connections. Also, there is a huge project which are taking place physically and in online. It is Discovery Campus, which is a poor educational and training big hub. And we are developing this one right now very hardly. And we would like that it's going to be take place after the festival, also during the year. With I don't know yet uh, what kind of horizons we are getting with this. How it is going to be insti institutional uh, after some years or not? We we just are developing and checking the uh, landscape. All the new talents, uh, also not only new talents, uh, the huge networking is going to be an online called Creative Gate, where it is a promotion of the company's project, project market, talent market, service industry, creative industry connections. So this is with what we are really working right now. Just to wrap up, what message have you got? You're both a film director and you were previously a film teacher. So speaking as a film teacher, as a festival director, what's your message to nascent filmmakers? who want to show their work in Tallinn. Well, they are very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we are picking up uh, and we are very happy to get uh, the films for the submissions. So we do have our own UK team member who, who can also help in this case. No, it, it, without any, any jokes, yes, we are very happy to get all the British movies. If even uh, they don't want to take part of the competition, they are very much welcome to send for society. Society British movies are society are interesting, and we are working together almost is like a forever with the Screen International, who is our partner, and the Screen International critics are always making the critics' choice of the year. So um, somehow we are very closely working with British film industry. Even I must say that especially close we became after Brexit. <laughs> why do you think so that I is? don't know why, but it it, it is seems so that uh, yeah we are it's very a paradox, close. Paradox, isn't it? It is some kind of paradox, yeah. Yeah, and I'm really happy because uh, I think so that uh, the sense of humor is very common between Estonian and British is has always been. We always dark sense yes. of humor. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that is why we do have a black carpet. Well, we do have two British films in the first feature competition. They are 
being reviewed exclusively for you, Radmon and I. In local, Carling Black Nights Film Festival, we have Helping Hand from Paul Risker in Birmingham as well. For those of you film lovers and film professionals who have not been to Carling, make sure you do attend in the future. Not only is it a fascinating film festival with a truly diverse world cinema program with films from every corner of the world, but it's also a platform for meeting people. Access to talent has never been that straightforward before. This is my fourth or my fifth year in Tallinn and I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled to be, be back every year. I'm here with, with Redmond and we are looking forward to coming back next year. So we wanted to thank you so much, Stina. Yes, thank you. So much. Thank you. you are making time. fantastic coverage. You are working so hard. Well, we, I'm we amazed. <laughs> well, we, do, we do work hard. We do work hard. You know these people, a lot of these filmmakers, this will be their first review ever. So we don't do want to, put some, to, to write something meaningful to them. Um, a lot of people think critics are mean guys who are there to destroy yeah, filmmakers. Especially not first features. Yeah, you, have it, to, you have to go easy on the first feature director. Uh, right? so, so we do, we come across a lot of films which are not perfect, <clears> but they have the heart at the right place and they're so audacious. And so it's generally moving to be here and to be watching such a, an international selection of films. So thank you so much then. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Cheers then. Thank you.